Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Everyday Fijians. My name is Michaeli Cruz Landre and I am your host this evening. The Everyday Fijians podcast is proudly brought to you by the Fiji History page on, on Facebook and on Instagram, which showcases the past, present and future of the Fiji Islands. So without further ado as well, I just want to take this time as well to greet all our listeners. I just want to take this time as well to greet our listeners not only here in Australia, but also literally around the world. I do take this time in a moment as well to say thank you, Vinaka, to all those that are listening, to all those that have commented, to all those, to all those that have messaged me and, and shared and, you know, on how the podcast has been going and, and you know, your encouragement and your words of, of words, you know, your compliments have been very, very satisfying and I'm thankful that this podcast has been moving on, especially since we're in season two. So without further ado, I want to take this time and this opportunity to welcome our next host for tonight. Now, of course, we've had an, we just had one host this afternoon, so it's a double whammy this uh, today, two, hitting two birds with one stone. But I'm thankful for this opportunity to have a host with me tonight in his wonderful dwelling place. Uh, he has, you know, I've known this person um, probably a couple of years or so. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably a couple of years or so. I first met him at our inductions when I was the trainer, and he was one of the um, you know the, the workers getting inducted. Chilora. Yes, at Chilora, good old Primo Foods. <laughs> <laughs> so from then, from there, he has um, he has established the he has established his form of you know, Fijian artwork, which we'll explain later on, which has become you know a great how, how can I say a great decoration to the Fijian household, but also you know, instilling the roots and the cotton of the way of life and the history of Fiji artwork. But without further ado, I want to take this time and opportunity to welcome Poliasi to the Everyday Fijians podcast. Mata, welcome. No worries, brother, no worries. So, Poliasi is your first name, but what is your full, full name? My full name is Poliasi Wainingolo Longinimasi. All right, awesome, awesome. Now, in saying that, Mata, where... Where do you come from? Where, where do your parents hail from? Um, my father hails from Waitonga Nairai, which is on um, Lomaiviti. Yep. And uh, my mom's from Sambeto Nandi. Oh, the sleeping giants. <laughs> sleeping giants. The sleeping giant. That's it. And also, what's that saying you Nandi people have? Uh, you, punch the earth and, you, punch, you punch the earth and the earth moves? Or something like that? Moves all the way to... <laughs> That's it. So... And also shout out to the Nandi rugby team as well. They um they are the Fair Brother champions. Unfortunately, yeah. they had to beat Tailevo to win it. But from you know, with me being from Tailevo, I can say, oh well, well, the ref and the touch judges were from Nandi as well. But <laughs> that's that's me. That's me. So shout out to all the people in Sambet Nandi and also Nairai. But also, but in saying that matter, since I'll be you know for the duration of this podcast, um, first of all, we're gonna go we're gonna go to your beginnings. So. Your upbringing, you know, what was it like for you, Papa? What was it like for you, Mata? You know, were you born in Australia or were you born in the islands of Fiji? Um, so I was born and raised in Melbourne. All right. Born and raised in Melbourne and did all, did all my schooling over there. Okay. And pretty much moved up until my, my eldest daughter was born in 2018. Oh, so wow. It's, it's only been probably two years I've been up in Sydney. Okay. So, 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 Mel- so Melbourne, it's amazing how you bring it up, you know. For me, you know, when I think of 
you know, for AGNs, I think of a huge base in Sydney, of course, Sydney, and also Brisbane, of and also Brisbane, you know, Queensland, but Melbourne itself. So, you know, being born in Melbourne, and you know, you say you came just up to Sydney two years ago. Yeah. Thankfully, you went in Melbourne just recently nah, due man. to this COVID um, exactly. pandemic, and you know, all those. You know, shout out to all those Melburnians, especially the Fijians living in Melbourne, that had to go through those lockdowns. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, what, six, uh, seven pretty, months? It's been pretty hard for pretty much all of my family and friends over there. Yep. Um, not just my family, everyone down there. Of course. It's just, it's just been hard for them. Yep. And now, just recently, they've pulled out the lock, like they've eased up on all yeah, the... Yeah, they've eased up, and I remember seeing on the on tv it was like celebrations even when the stores were oh, opening man, it's, it, it's, it was like a, it was like a moment where exactly you know it's like you know it's, it, there's breakthrough yeah well yeah back to you what you were saying before with yes. the Fijians. yes back all like in because we've all everybody's known that sydney's like the hub of Fijians yeah. for like you know yeah and i've always known when i've come up literally Fijians everywhere every time i've come up for like family events or if i had like uh, my cousin's like if they had like 21st or something or a funeral i'd see i'd feel like i'm back in viti again you know <laughs> yeah like the only thing back in melbourne is kind of like it's kind of because it was small like small community when i was um, growing up yes and the only time we'd catch up was probably like the fiji days like mm. that's the only time we'd look forward to like seeing all the other fijians around melbourne and that but it's a small circus everyone kind of everyone kind of like knows each other there mm. So, which is kind of good in a way, so... So it's amazing how you said that, you know, back then it was a small community, everyone knows each other in, in a way. But how about for you, um, are you the only child or do you have any siblings or...? Yes, so I've got one younger brother. Yep. He's two years younger than me, so um, he's back home, he's still back in Melbourne, obviously. Okay. Um, his name's uh, Seba. Alright, shout out to the, shout out to the bird. Yep. Yes, yeah, shout out to Seba, shout out to everybody back home in Melbourne. Yep. Um, Boone. Uh, sunshine, so sunshine. There's yeah, a suburb. Sun, okay. There's a suburb called Sunshine. Yes, yes. Sun doesn't shine over there. <laughs> and also, there's a. I don't know if you can correct me. I believe there's a big Burmese community over there as well. There's a Burmese. Um, there's some parts. Well, you you got your parts from the south, south eastern, southeastern. Yep. And you got some towards um, I think Werribee. Yes, Werribee. Werribee okay. Werribee, yep. So. Cool. So in saying as well, so since you've got a sibling, what was it like, you know, in the household for you and your brother? You know, of course, you know, with parents, you know, from Fiji and mm. then you know, settled in Melbourne yeah. and then you guys came into the picture, into the scene. Yeah. What was it like being raised up in a, you know, in a household, even though in Melbourne, but under the household, it was a Fijian setting. Yeah. What was it like for you? Um, in a way, because when we grew up, yep. it was... It was kind of like we had my parents, my mum and dad. Yes. And then we had like our other our grandparents, which was like our parents as well. Yep. But um, they 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 would take us. So I was given to them probably I was like six months. Okay. And then ever since then I was kind of like adopted with them with them as well and my parents as well. Mm. So they kind of like. Um, hand in hand with each other. Okay, cool. Yeah. How about when it came to and also the hand in hand with each other? So, hand in hand with each other as well. So, did that mean more of a responsibility for you growing up when it came to doing chores? Yeah. And especially with your grandparents, any parents working yeah, alongside yeah. each other. 
Did that mean an increase in chores, in doing yes, work in the household? That was most of, that's how we used to argue, me and my younger brother. Okay. If he didn't want us to do anything, Sabah, come here. Yep. We're going to, you know, you're going to do this now or else we're going to curse. <laughs> <laughs> the good old go outside means this. When you, so it wasn't like when you hear the go outside, it was like, Oh, Judgment Day. Judgment Day. It's like, here we go. It's like, <laughs> tombstone, tombstone. That's it. Yep. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you may, you may hear a child's voice. It's Polyus's daughter who has joined us. So Hello. She's Hello. Enjoying, enjoying having some biscuits as well. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so you may hear a few vo- in the voice. So it's yeah. just, the, just the eldest child just joining us for the podcast. So back to your childhood, uh, Polyasi Mata. Yeah. So Judgment Day, you know, discipline. <laughs> Because, of course, when it comes to us Fijians, we know discipline, yeah. it's like, for us back then as children, it was like the end of the world. Ooh, it was like, uh, it was like you know, don't, you know, you know non, non-Fijians or non-Islanders will say, oh, just tell your parents it's not right. Just no. talk back to them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if you talk back to them, it's talk like, back to them. nah, bro, forget it. It's like, it's like, forget this, man. Forget, exactly. forget this, bro. It's like, no. if you talk back, nah, that's the end. It's like, we just have to deal with it. <laughs> In a way, bro, like, honestly, I was more scared of my mum than my dad. Because my dad was pretty calm. But it was more like my mum kind of, like, um, laid down the laws in a way. Yep. But then um, it was more my grandma as well. Yep. And um, sorry, to, sorry to buddy. Um, to those that may be working at docks, uh, just bear this in mind. This is way no. back. So this is not happening now. No, not now. <laughs> we're not, not going through that. So we just, I know we've said this multiple times. But well, we just want to make sure so this was during this was during our upbringing. Yeah. So go ahead, Mata. Um, yeah, it was pretty much more my grandma and my my mum. My dad didn't really do much until he was like that was the last warning kind of thing, and then he'd kind of like you know. But yeah, it's pretty much my mum. Hmm. Um, she pretty much laid down the laws if we didn't do things in a way, and until they. Had a divorce in twenty or two thousand and six. Yep. I remember I was probably year nine or year ten, one of them. But then kind of like, um, mom kind of like just eased off, kind of like in a way, because mm. it was like too much for me and my brother. Yep. So, yeah. No, it's it's um it's um it's it's good you mentioned that as well, Martin, in regards to your parents. You know, your mom laying down the law, but your dad was sort of like, he would give you that limit, yeah. but even though it's too far, no, this yeah. is it, drawing the line. Exactly. So, going to being, you know, brought up in that household with your grandparents and parents working on long, long, alongside each other, yeah. how about when it came to school, Martha? What was it like for you during your school days with your brother? Um, you know, as you see now with school, yeah. you know, back in when I was in school, it was like just books, yeah. pencils, pens, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the usual notes from the... Um, from our teachers to buy the latest textbooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably cost us $84 or yeah, $80 or so to get our textbooks. textbooks and that. But how about now, since, you know, since you're, since you're, uh, since you know your father, now you've yeah. got children now. Yeah, yeah. They haven't reached the age of school yet. Yeah. But the guy, you know, your eldest one is going towards that age, towards you know. His age of, you know, going to kindy. Yeah. I mean, sorry, preschool, then kindy. And you've got your second one. Yeah. Um, what do you see back then and you compare it to now in regards to education, knowing that, you know, it was just textbooks for us, but it's going to be a totally different thing for, you know, your, your children growing up. Um, to be honest, I think these guys are going to, like, 
don't know if I've seen it on um, on the news and that, but most of the kids these days, I don't know if they can write, like literally write. That's it. That's a good point you brought you forth I mean? because if, um, I just remember seeing this on the news. They said that the the basic skills of a student, mm. you know, even when it comes to writing, has gone down. Yeah. Now I don't know if it's by a big percentage, but still it has gone down right? because yeah. they can't they can't write the basic letters, or they yeah. it's very hard for them to you know do the you know the basic exactly. you know writing skills yeah. because probably back in our days. I know I'm saying we sound old, yeah, yeah. but we had the, the handwriting books. Yeah. You know, you had to write the A like a. you write an A. Yeah. Or like these B. are primary school yes, or something. Primary school. You know, I don't know about you, my favorite book was the handwriting book. Yeah. Because yeah, we'll yeah. just blitz through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got taught off by our teacher because we finished the whole book. <laughs> so, but in saying that, yeah, just as you mentioned about writing, mm. um, how, you know, does that in a way give you a wake up call saying, hey, you know what, I don't want this to happen to my kids. Yeah. As much as there's technology still, I want them to know the basics. Well, pretty much, I've got like, literally pens and paper all over the place. I, I always make sure my eldest daughter, Lasana, always tries to draw, like at least, because my partner, she's a early childhood teacher as well. All right, cool. So she kind of like tries to like, um, like make her practice more and stuff, just so she gets more used to it as she gets a bit older and that. So, I just wanted to not to use too much technology. So the only time we use the TV is pretty much on the Friday nights, movie night, Friday night movie nights, and that's about it. Mm. Other than that, that's it. You guys do whatever you have to do, drawing or whatever. Just go play games because I know these days everyone's glued onto the TV or the iPads or yeah. the tablets, whatever they have. So, but have a few months back in primary school. What is it like for you? Yeah. You know, um, they look. You know, especially when it came to, um, you know, just your basic school. What was it like in a day for you in primary school? Um, and let's put in let's put in little lunch and big lunch. Ooh, big lunch! <laughs> I was that kid that used to steal the lunches from the bags, <laughs> and it was my best mate. As well. <laughs> I tell him, I tell, hey, William, I, I took your I took the roll ups, man. Yeah. Oh man, let's see the roll ups. What other thing? The poppers. Poppers. Um, the tiny teddies. Uh, everything. Uh, What's those, the ones that you uh, pull The Duncan, up? yeah. Yeah, that yeah, one. The, yep, yep. Dunk it in, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what was what it like for you, school? How about amongst your brother, you know? Yeah. Was there, and, and of course, in the daily life involving food? Yeah. As um, much as we talked about education in regards to handwriting yeah, yeah, that, yeah. but how about when it came to food? Food. What um, was, what is, was it the sandwiches or was it last night's dinner or what do you mean to share it or that's for you to eat oh well yeah it was kind of like last night's dinner or sometimes it would be um we just get like you know remember lunch order yes yeah lunch order put a brown paper bag brown paper bag is put in put in the money and you're right it's only on the friday so you have to wait till yes. <laughs> and you yep. go to the canteen and that yep yep so no it would be um yeah we'll do that or but that was really you get that and yeah. I remember my mum would give us five bucks mm. and then, hey, $2.50 each, you two. <laughs> so that would fit what, a sausage, sausage roll or um, pie each? No, that would be just one pie or something, or yeah. remember hot dog? Or something? So $2.20. Yeah, about that. Because I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm going according to my one in Hurstville Public, uh, uh, uh. shout out to Hurstville Primary, $2. that um, $2.50, $2.50 could get you a meat pie, but that would be a plus sauce. Uh, but um, the high rollers, bro, that's the shout out to the Chinese, you know, the high rollers, <laughs> bro, they'll be getting. Bro, those are the bro, ones, man. Bro, they're the I high see. rollers. 
They'll get a pie. They'll come in with ten dollars. Oh yeah, man. That's a, that's, that's one day, bro. That's it yeah, is one day. day. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. Or they'll come in Monday, bro. I remember what some of them they have lunch order every day. Ah, bro, these parents must be rich, man. Because wow. I don't know about you, but for me, when I used to ask my mom, mom, you know, you know, Rock and Cab, they did the perfect video that's for it. it. Yeah. You know, you open the window, mom, mom, can I have five dollars? Uh, That'll uh, be the first thing. Yeah. Second thing, mom, can I have, you know, five? And then, sure, you know, yeah. the, the anger, you know, <laughs> the anger will rise up. And, and then they'll say, say, yeah, what are you saying? You think money grow on the trees? <laughs> but yeah, I remember the, yeah, the Chinese, they'll come in, they'll buy pie, plus a chocolate drink. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll buy snack, like chips. Man, they'll go burn. hard and then they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll stand in front of us. And they'll be like, hey, what are you going to do? Are you going to share? Are you going to, what are you yeah it was something else but in saying that as well it just shows you know you know times have changed i remember talking to a former colleague mm. i mean not a colleague uh, a friend of my cousins yeah they went to high school how they've changed their their food their food this is in high school yeah, yeah but yeah. their lunch orders have just all changed yeah in a way that it's um something else yeah like it used to be just pies and that but now they've got because some of the ladies they got um, Middle Eastern heritage. Oh, They'll okay, serve yeah. them snack packs or kebabs and all that. Yeah, oh, but yeah, bro. But I'm um, not. That's something else. All right, let's move on. Move on. What happened? Yeah. High school. You know, being yeah. in high school. What was it like from your from entry from primary school to high school? Well, high school. I went to. Um... And and another question on top of that as well. In high school, did you see that more Islanders in high school were starting to come through, um, or was it already in the in the stage of primary as well? With the lunch order now? Uh, no, we have Islanders, so oh. like Fijians. Yeah, so because there wasn't a lot of Fijians back home in Melbourne, mm. there was more Tongans in Samoans, so pretty much my best mate was a Tongan. Um, so we'd, I went to an all-boys school. Okay, which and, high school is that? Um, shout out to Emmanuel College, now they've got co-ed down in Point Cook. Okay. Um, so I started there t- uh, 2003. And finished 2008, I think. Okay. And yeah, pretty much it was the first week of school I was going to get, um, I already got suspended in mm. high school. In year seven? In the first week of high school. Whoa, yeah. this is something. Well, is, yeah, that, is, no, that, is that a record? Uh, I don't know, man, because when it happened, it was a sw- swimming carnival. Yep. And then, I don't know, words got out of hand. Someone tried to say something about, you know, when they offend your mother. Oh, uh, okay, one yes, of those yes. Ones, and, yeah, so other than that, we we kind of had a more multicultural, like with Lebanese people. And, yes, yes. Um, what else? Hey, you okay? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, multicultural Lebanese, all the Aussies, every every nationality you can think of. So. No. So being in that sort of multicultural setting. You know, your di- I, you, you know your, of course, your identity was a Fijian, being yeah. raised in a Fijian household. No one, no one knew Fiji. Like, no one knew Fiji. They all knew Tonga and Samoa. Yep. But they didn't know Fiji until I was the first Fiji, <laughs> Fijian there, bro. Wow. Okay. So then I was like, I, I kind of got offended, but then I was like, yep. ah, you know, probably just leave it as it is. Yeah, just leave, leave it or just play along with play, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they, they put us with all the same categories, Marys and, you know. Ah, okay. So, yeah. But it, it's amazing how you say much about Tongans and that, you know, especially in Melbourne. Yeah. Unfortunately, this year there was un- that unfortunate tragedy in Melbourne with that Tongan kid. Oh, uh, that's right, yeah. 15, uh, he was only 15 years old. Yes. But 
it's, it's sad as a way that he died of, a, I think, I believe it was of a post that was made on Facebook. Yeah, you know, the yeah. power of social media and how it just, it just you know, it yeah. de- determined the de- uh, destiny of that person's real life. And unfortunately, it's, he was only 15 when he died. Yeah. And, you know, just seeing the parents going to, especially Man, the I'll dad. give it out to the parents. I've, I've seen all the videos mm. like, on the news that... They're all forgiving for those. Yes, you know? it was amazing. The, you know the power of forgiveness. The power but, of forgiveness. But at the same right. time as well, as much as there was the power of forgiveness, you know, still, the, you know, the kids as well, you know, have to wake up. Hey, yeah. you know, those who committed that crime, bro, we just did something. Exactly. By taking life. Exactly. You know, and as much as forgiveness is covered, it from the parents' perspective, you know, still that condemnation or still that that error that that mindset. Hey, man, we just. No, we just did something wrong. Yeah. Just over a post. It's, you know, we didn't have that back then. It wasn't kind of no, like, like a big thing. It wasn't like a, you know, big thing. For or, us, yeah. For us, exactly. growing up. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was a... Um, Bebo. That was Bebo. Bebo, MySpace. MySpace. But, but I wasn't more with MySpace. I was yeah, more with Bebo. That's it. Yeah. Because the, the non-islanders were called Bebo. Yeah. The pop version. The pop version. Because that's Bebo it. was simple. As in MySpace, yeah. it was more complicated. Yeah, it was more like yeah. the early version of Facebook. Exactly. When you look at it. But also, it's... it's just the fact of here, Rupert Murdoch bought MySpace for a massive sum. I don't, it was in the billions, yeah. but he sold it for way less. So instead of a profit, it was a loss. But it's it's business, you exactly. know. That's the that's the that's the art of business. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. But as well for you, Mata, growing up, you know, in high school and that, um, you know, of course, you're part of the the what is the called again the the designs. Ah, uh, so. Longlimasi design. Yes, Long design. So, yeah. artwork. Did it start from high school or was it from primary school? Um, you know what? Like drawing and all these kind of things. I reckon we all have it in us mm. in a way. But I knew my because I seen some of my old man's portraits and that. Yeah. Oh no, portraits. Just drawings he'd do when he would be bored and that. I'm like fuck. So I try to try to copy what he was doing and then, um, yeah, in art classes and that. I would, I would be alright, but I wouldn't like take it serious kind of mm. thing, because you know just being high school and that didn't really, really care. But then you know, gradually learned that there's there's some kind of talent there somewhere. And in a way as well, Mate, you that talent that talent for you drawing it, it developed more, especially during this COVID. Yeah, this COVID, especially. I'm one of months. those. I'm one of those um, small businesses that came out of mm. um, COVID. You know. When it, um, you know, it was it's a it's a curse and a blessing at the same time. COVID, because mm. I feel like, because I was out of work for a good three months. Yep. And then that kind of like made me switch on. I told my partner Vinny, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just try and give this a crack and see how it would actually go. Yeah. Because during COVID, no one was hiring anyone for sure. for work in that. So yeah. I was like, might as well just try something anyway. Mm. So I gave it a crack. Um, I done um, I done a piece for my cousin back home in Melbourne. Shout out to Mary. She's the one that kind of pushed me to kind of do these kind of um, designs. Yeah. And if you see on my post on um, on Instagram, there's one I've done probably back in 2010, and that was my first ever portrait I've done. Wow, 2010. 2010. <coughs> and yep. she she was like, "Hey man, you you can you know you should try. Can you do me a portrait? Can you?" I was like, "Oh man." 
I don't even like you know, but then yeah, so that's the one there. Okay, so ten ten years ago, decade ago. About tw- yeah, so I don't I just didn't really take it that serious, you know. But then yeah, straight away and shout out to you know what? I'm not the only one that's doing Fiji Unite, you know. Shout out to everybody, all the other artists yep. that I've been following for a while on Instagram as well. I think that there's three of them up in Brisbane. Yep. I think it's Matau. Um, I think that's the one on your page for your, on your, the Fijian flag. Okay, yes, I think so. He's, he's, I think I know who you're talking about, yeah, yes. So that's, he's, that's him. And there's two more, there's two brothers. I was talking to one of them um, probably a month ago. And it's it's amazing how you mentioned that Matt about you know these you and other artists and during this COVID that it just made you know what we're just we're just gonna go all in you know just go for it and so by taking this jump yeah by going into this business of doing artwork have you seen that it you know has it prospered in you in a way financially or in a way made you more known in the community showing Um, that hey you know by doing these designs because. From a personal note, I purchased one. Yes, I purchased yes. one Until of your I designs. Yeah. Three months yes, ago. <laughs> yes, that's it. I purchased one of your designs, and it's hanging up in my home. And I, the reason why I purchased it because I saw it's like it's not too big, mm. it's not too small, yeah. but it's just the right setting for the household to put, yeah. you know, whatever in the living room or in the hallway or in a way to showcase, you know, the Fijian art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just made it. That's like it's a nice, decent size just for home, and yep. you know. But um, I reckon. Just with the designs and stuff, like how you told me you want one for for your home. Yeah. So you were like, I was like, I messaged you and you were like, oh, just give me a name and then I'll just do the rest. Yeah. So that's how I kind of go off, go on up, like go on about it and yeah. stuff. So if I just get a name, mm. I'll try and just try and imagine it, da da da. Then yeah, try and assemble some patterns all together and that. Because also in a way, you with your business, I'm. I believe you've done a portrait for the Melbourne Rebels. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Can you, yeah. Can you share shout more? out to shout out to shout John Bloke? Yes. Yeah, no, nah, shout out to John, John Bloke, John Bettina. Yes, I believe he. That, that's He's the one big of the boys. Yeah, that, yeah. He was the one that um, he, he, he shared that he was that's presented right, to that's right. the Melbourne Rebels. Yes. That's the rugby team. John, bro, you're the man, bro. Shout out to um, John. Shout out to um, Melbourne Rebels for giving me the opportunity because you know <coughs> when they came up to play at the Waratahs, I think they played in Leichhardt. Yeah. Um, I was like, because I knew they were going through a hard time as well. John, he was going through a hard time as well. He's been up in, during that COVID, he was up for almost a good three months. Wow. In terrible. Okay. So they were camping up there. So then I was like, you know what? Then I called him that night. I was like, you know, I'm going to do one for you guys. But I didn't know I was going to go this big, man. Like, you know, everyone on um, like Instagram and stuff. And I've seen it on Facebook, so like shout out to everybody that's seen it because without you guys, you know, my name wouldn't be like, you know. Mm. So, yeah, the Rebels one, I think everyone kind of enjoyed it because it was more of a home felt, like like it was for everyone back home as well in Melbourne. Yeah. So, I always wanted to do something for Melbourne anyway, all okay. I was up here, so you know, it was kind of good. Yeah, so seeing that as well, because I remember seeing the video, yeah. and of course, with Frank Lomani and uh, Marika Corinne yeah, Bette, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. holding it as well, and, uh, and uh, to see those Fijians, you know, seeing that, you yeah. know, the way, you know, seeing them, especially Wallabies, yeah. well, not only Wallabies, but state representatives of Melbourne, well, you know, did it, did it make you, did it feel, wow, it's like, this is my artwork, yeah. this is my design, you know, and they're holding it, 
you know, people that watch on TV, <laughs> they're holding my design. Yeah, they didn't always make you feel feel thankful that you know yeah. this COVID. It may put a, a lot of dents in the in the hearts of people, and especially of socializing or going to work. But did it uplift you in a way? Say, hey man, you know, there's something good that has come out of this. Yeah, as I said before, like it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah, with, like COVID. So having having to like have that with the rebels and all those top members I've never like, met in my yeah. life, and you know, they've seen this. And like you know, it's like backyard stuff, you know. Mm. But now it's kind of to you know, so I was overwhelmed and you know like fully grateful for everything and mm. you know all those shout out to my cousin Mary. If it wasn't for her, like she like yep. she played a big part in this. Shout well. out, yep, awesome. So, but also in a way, Mate, you know, when I see this design, it's sort of like you know putting Fijian art on another on another scale. Yeah. You know, of course, when we ask Fijians, you know, when it comes to you know, ceremonies, whether it be weddings or funerals, mm. you know, we see these, you know, these designs, especially. Yes. But like for you to put on a scale where it's more than just useful ceremony, ceremonial or, you know, other purposes, you know, mm. we can put this in a way to show forth, you know, our arts, mm. you know, the patterns behind it. Yeah. You know, the meanings or the stories behind our Fijian Tapa. And by doing that, it's showcase, you know, it's more than just putting it in a, in a special you know, occasion, but it can be used to show forth. Hey, this is our this is our identity. Exactly. This is the Fijian. Has to be, this has is to like a Fijian artwork. Yeah. You know, because like when you look at other artworks around the world, you know, of course Italians. You know, of they course Michelangelo. Own. They have their own artwork, or yeah. or you know, the Renaissance, or so forth, or Chinese artwork. But when you know, with Fijians, or in Islanders in general, you know, you see Unique. more exposure yeah. of artwork that has been shown, and like for yourself and the others. You put it in a scale that is going, you know, not only going just to the Fijian community, but non-Fijians are starting to see, wow, this is something beautiful. Mm. Again, shout out to all those um, those artists out there that are kind of like, like you know, followed what they've done, mm. you know, and then I just try to do it my own way because yeah. you don't want to be a copy in a way, like mm. you don't want to be the same as everybody else. Mm. But the bloke in um, New Zealand... Um, I don't know if you follow him, Kaimano. Uh, yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, yes. so he kind of like that's the first bloke I've seen that done all the Fiji United, you know, kind of twisted it up in the like a you know Samoan Tongan way, and then the other bloke in Brisbane, those other blokes in Brisbane, they kind of you know twisted it up. So I was just trying to couple like probably do it my own way, and yep. not to be be still unique Fijian, but not yep. too much of everybody else. Ah, okay. Yeah. And so, a shout out to all the female artists out there. I know yeah. I've, seen, I've seen all them. So in a way, as much as, you know, as you say, with the artists, they're putting a twist to it, but still, you want to look from your perspective, but still maintain the Fijian yeah, identity. Yeah. You're gonna, you have to, if you're going to do Masi, like, I feel like you don't have to be, like if you're going to do Fijian in general, hmm. I reckon you just do your, the Fijian... You know the Fijian way, and just yep. leave it as it. But if you do a mix-up, it's good. It's good to have a story with it because mm. if you have a story behind it, like your one, like I like your, because it was more like a you know a family crest there, or a, it can be like a crest kind of thing. Mm. But yeah, talking about that, my dad gave me a pointer. He liked it. He really enjoyed it. Yeah, but yeah. he wants he wants another one. I oh, know why. Yeah, he wants another <laughs> one. He wants. He put. He said to me. He wants more of, more of uh, in regards to where we come from. Yeah, yes, in Bowen, yeah. Bowen, Lasakao. Yeah, Lasakao. So putting more of uh, our our family uh, 
so like our identity which i explained yeah, after yeah. this podcast or so yeah. but now look man i really you know when i saw my one i really i look it was awesome yeah. you know and you know in a way you can still make it as more modern as well with the fonts yeah you don't have to um because i've seen the you know the fijian ones are kind of like too simple but it's good for them but i feel like you can kind of like you know give it a bit of a give it a bit twist. of a touch up yeah yeah just give it you know just give mm. it a bit of a because all i've seen as well Mato, you know these artists you know does it show to yourself that and just as you said you know you want you want you know you want the best but you said you're okay yeah but you said you know we all have that yeah until yeah. it is draw uh, you know and it shows as well because i remember you know we probably with us fijians we're good we're good with our hands, yeah, you yeah. know, whether it be playing instruments. Like, and it's probably you can say, well, my, you know, most of my cousins, they can play an instrument. Yes, yes. Unfortunately with me, I can't. The closest thing to an instrument is a triangle. <laughs> but, you know, but like probably you can say for yourself, most yeah, pigeons, yeah. you now, know. We've grown up with this, like singing ring with Mahomes. Yeah. Especially because we're from uh, Lomaiviti. We yep. love to sing. Yeah. And that's all you can do then, you know, is yeah. sing and um, drink kava. It's farming. Yeah. So that's agriculture, yes. So it's all part of the hands and labor. So yes. That's that's in building us since we were like you know, back in our all our ancestors in them. True. Bro, so look we're gonna we're gonna have a bit of a segment here. Yeah. Um I'm gonna you know we're gonna call the three course dinner segment. Oh so no not three three course dinner. Sorry, the three Five. course three course Five star. <laughs> three course meal segment. Yeah. So this relates to Fijian <laughs> cuisine. Yeah. So Right now, we're going to put, you know, in regards to Fijian cuisine, so there's breakfast, mm. lunch, and dinner. Yeah. So, Fijian cuisine-based, Mata, what would you have for breakfast? Man, you know, I'll, since I've been in Sydney, I've been missing my grandma's scone, you know, scone. All right, okay. Was when it's scone? nice and hot? Yeah, or topoi. Oh, when it's nice hot, yes. Or with the FMF biscuit. Oh, you know, no, just keep right. it at home. Yep, yep, keep it light, keep it light. <laughs> Especially when it's hot and you put the butter oh, and it melts. That's the kill. That's not, not just butter, I mean rewa butter. If, you, if there's the shout out to all the markets, the, especially the Indian Fijian markets or you know the Fijian markets here in Sydney, Australia that sell the butter, the rewa butter, and you just put it on the, the one in Namaka in Nandi. Oh, bro. Put it on the scone, put it on the scone and it melts. Oh, brother. And then you put the jam. <laughs> okay, we're getting hungry. All right, let's go to lunch. Lunch, man. You know, every time I'm hungry, I always think of one food. It must be tuna and chop suey. <laughs> chop suey. Chop suey by itself or chop suey with noodles? Sometimes, so chop suey um, always with noodles. Yep. But, I don't know, sometimes I feel like it should be with rice or just by itself in dal or tavioca. Talking about that, I remember in Prima, yeah, most yeah. Fijians are bring chop suey yeah. and dalo, but uh, now that's, that's it. All right, let's go dinner. Um, dinner, probably just um, nice makalolo, you know, the fish. Yeah, yeah, lolo, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and palusami. Just nice Bro, after that, knock nice out. Oh, in paradise. That's it. But before you knock out, dessert. Ouch. Peach pie? Yep, ouch, ouch, purini. Ouch, mama. Ouch, mama. <laughs> ouch, mama. <laughs> All right, where'd you go? Bacalolo, peach pie, or purini? Uh, can you put in um, trifle? And trifle. There's only, okay, trifle. There's four. Yeah. You only can choose one. Hey, about two. Matangami. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll give you two. I'll go. I'll go just trifle and the purini. Oh, boy. That's it. 
Home run, home run. Go, can you put oh. ice cream at least? <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro, you push it. If, I, if it's Tucker's ice cream, all right. Yeah. But true. for this one, bro, you're pushing it because the next minute, hello, diabetes. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, bro, that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, how about now? Present day, present, uh, present day polyasi. Mm-hmm. What are you doing now? What is your occupation? Uh, what are your goals? You what do you want to achieve in a five-year yeah, plan? What are you doing now? So, Apart from the artwork. Yeah, so um, I've been back to work now, probably a good month now. So, which is good. Back to my old job. So, which is good in um, Homebush. Yep. Just at the warehouse. So, to those Homebush, yes, the, those that are living outside of Australia, Homebush, yes, that's where the Sydney Olympics were held in two thousand. Yep. So that's where Poliasi is working. But yep, carry on, bro. Um. So. Yeah, we've been. I've been there for. Probably a good month now, and slowly trying to like get by with now. We've just moved into our new place now, so which is good in a way. Um, I just want to go visit my family. I miss my family back home. Yeah, yep. Um, I know prices have gone up with the um, just with flights and stuff, just because of what's happened and that. But um, probably, hopefully, soon or later, if they're hearing this, shout out to everybody there. Um, Hopefully, I'll come, we'll come down soon with the whole family and mm. try and have a, you know, get together. Yep. But, um, uh, yeah. Other than that, probably... I just got to... Now that this thing's gone with me, yep. I, you know, just try and take it forward and try and, you know, motivate other people. Not just... not doesn't have to be art or anything. It can be other things as well, yeah. you know? Yes, that's right. Such as... Um, Nay's creation with the Salus Salus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of that and also um, other, you know, just as you said, other other pages on Instagram, yeah, Fiji-based yeah, yeah. communities. Like, just a shout-out to Nay's creation. The reason why I mentioned this um, this company because, you know, prior to them making Salus Salus, I don't know about you, but it was very hard for, you know, could be, you know, it was very hard to find Salus Salus. You yes, that's right, yeah. Word of mouth. Or yeah. you had to go through a store. But for them to make, you know, this and show a page, yeah. it shows easy access, yeah. easy access to it as well. So that's nice. And um, shout out to Sweet Bullet Cakes as well. Yes. Shout out to um, Megan and Luke. Yes. They're a very um, motivated couple, you know. Yes, I'm looking forward to doing their, their, their plan for my final podcast for this oh, year. Oh, that's right. So their cakes are, their cakes are something yeah. else. They've just, been doing it before COVID yeah. anyway. I was just seeing them, like, when I see these cakes, it sort of reminds you of Cake Boss, you know, Cake yes, Boss? Yes, yes. But with these cakes, it's like, man, do I want to eat it? Nah, or man. do I, wanna, I just want to just look at it? Like just... I've seen other cakes and that. Like, yeah. shout out to um, my sister-in-law, singer, and their, uh, to pose, um, what's their thing, Vinny? Post cakes, I said to post cakes. That's the one in Melbourne. Yeah. So shout out to Singo and the whole family and that. But um, with with sweet bullet cakes, they're bringing Fiji here. Like they're bringing mm. all the Fijian desserts or yep. you know, which is good in a way. You know, like it motivates other people to bring more. And in a way, Mata, when you you know when you see this, you know, cakes designs, does it show that Fijians more more Fijians are coming out? You know, they're coming yeah, out of the know, clos- closet. Yeah. You know, they're coming out and showing the creation, you know, of, you know, the Fijian way, how we, yeah. you know, how cakes are done, all the artwork is done. You know, Mata, as Islanders, as a Fijian or Islanders, we're actually, like, I feel like our upbringing, we're shy people, you know? That was just mentioned earlier this afternoon. Yeah. And in, the, in a way, man, like, I feel like if they, 
there's a difference between um, too much confidence because yeah. we were always taught to be humble, yeah. be just be you know what a let's do eh? But there's a there's a there's a big you gotta have you gotta have your balance between being having too much confidence and then just having just the right balance between you know what you really need mm. to do and stuff. So I feel like um, yeah, now everyone's coming out with all these all the all their talents and stuff. I reckon Islanders all I feel like all Islanders in general mm. should be standing up now. Like we can do something like. Cause I know we both. I felt. I've. I've felt it in myself. Like yep. We've been frowned upon. We've been known to like only. You know, just not just me. Like you know, mm. but like party drinking or something. Mm. Or, like, you know, just to hide our feelings away. Cause yep. we're not supposed to share our feelings to anybody else. And that's where mental health comes in. That's right. It's just amazing. Cause I was just mentioning earlier this with now. I said a lot of now. You know, we've mental health you know when it comes to that you know it's like a big thumb we don't talk about it that's it you know man. we're just like oh just you know yeah. just, just brush it off you know, don't worry, you know just pray you know but it's amazing because you know people are different especially now in the 21st century or like in this decade mm. you know young people you know people are evolving more when it comes to their way of thinking on mental health and it's just how you brought it out in regards to that because mm. you know like we don't want to share it it's like oh, if we share it Oh, we're weak. That's um, right. We're not strong. Especially for blokes. Yes. You know, so, and the, like for me, the perfect analogy, or the per- like for me, not the perfect analogy, but the illustration I look at is like a coconut and a tin of corned beef. Mm. Hard on the outside, but sweet on the inside. Gory. But in order to get the sweetness, you've got to crack it. you got to crack it. So it's like, we, you know, you've got to crack the island, you've got to talk yeah. to them, and so just try and get it out. That's it. And that's why we just joke around too much. Yes. That's how I feel, because that's, that's the only way we can probably... Um, you know, put it as a, just as a norm. Yeah. You know, like you don't want anyone to know what's going on. You don't want anyone to. You want everyone to know. You're all right. You're all right. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't matter, man. Like, it's like everything's have, all good. It's like when you go, oh, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah everything's set. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm okay. You know, but, but behind it, oh, there's something happening. Yeah. Now this is just in general. Yeah. You know, especially months, Fijians or so. That's what I mean, man. Like these days now, we just have to, like, just. Just seek help. Just seek mm. whatever. Like, there's help out there. Shout know? out to the FNRL with um, James Pickering with that oh, um, that's right, yeah. Zoom classes they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good course. That's a good um, class for people to share. Yeah. Not just the Fijians, but everyone in general. Mm. You know, just a voice. Because at times, you know, people just need a voice to hear. Mm. You know, they just need someone to hear. You know, they may not have the answers. Yeah. But as long as you have the ears to listen, look, they've, they've vented. Yeah. They've shared they've especially, it out, man. Yeah, especially amongst Fijians or so. Yeah. Because sometimes that the facade was strong. Mm. But as I said, with the coconut and that. But that's right. inside, you now we, you yeah. know, we just need some, you know, love yeah. and care. And that. That's it. But that's awesome, bro. Like, it's amazing as well, you know, the artwork, mm. you're working. You know, as, as well, you know, being a family, you know, being a yeah. you know, dad of two. What is it like for you now that since, you know, your parents raised you up, now you're raising, you've got two of your own, two lovely kids and a wonderful partner. Yeah, no, nah, man, really <coughs> blessed, really um, just trying to take it, take it all in at the same time. I don't want to, I don't want to lose this moment. Yeah. I don't want to lose the luck as they are now, kind of like, you know, the kids now, I want to try and embrace it all. And take it all in. I don't want to like take it quick, da 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 da, da you know. But in a way, it's, I'm a, it's, I'm blessed. I feel like I'm, I'm blessed, man. I'm not feel like I am blessed mm. to have this. Now, you know, to tell, uh, the artwork that I'm happy that everybody's like happy with my artwork, and you know, 
I don't, I've never heard any hate about it. But if there's, um, for all those people out there that um, feel like they want to do something and you've got haters out there, you know, treat it like a blessing at the same time mm. because, like, that can be only your motivation. Kind Boom, of thank you. Yeah. That's what I was just looking for. Yeah. Because their words of hate, just like, put it this way. Yeah. It's like the coals in a train, their, their words are like coals. Yeah. You dig it up, you just throw it into the fire. That's keep it. those wheels rolling just forward. Just man. That's it. Just as Philip Samuels from yeah, yeah. Um, VTTW says, bang on the fire, tosun on the tosun. You just got to go, man. Because, in a way, bro, like, is, if you've got your talent there, and then no one's gonna no one's ever gonna see it right so you've got to like leave it within you for whenever and then someone else might take it and then Bruh. take whatever you're gonna you know i think you got this from sister Koroi. he was just saying the same thing oh, on bttw yeah? yeah yeah so you know he was mentioning oh, about talent cool. yeah yeah he was mentioning uh, look if you got it just go for it because there's someone yeah. out there yeah. that's got the same thing and when he gets it out yeah it's like oh bro i had i had yeah, that yeah. but you missed that opportunity exactly. You know, you missed that three-point shoot. Yeah. Instead of going for the three-point, you got no three-points. Yeah. So it's amazing. It's good how you brought that, Mata. Especially with Fiji. Because what I see with Fiji, and this is just for me, mm. and it's like, if someone does it, oh, we all go. It's like yeah. a group thing. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes we can't be like a chameleon, you know, a chameleon, you know, camouflaging amongst the other Fijians. Yeah. We've got to go. No, We've got to move forward. Just, I reckon, just go for it because, you know, there's nothing, you got nothing to lose anyway, man. Mm. Like, you know, just do it. Because I... At the start of this, I, yep. I was actually kind of like hesitant. Oh, should I put it up? Because mm. my first, um, well, how it started was one of the other, I think he's Toops, he's from Taylebu. And he got married. Based here? Well, he's um, down in um, Orient Park or something. Uh, Toops, did they have a brother in the army or so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, hey! He helped guy, me out, yeah. That guy! He helped me out. He was... When I put the JP, because I'm a JP, yeah, yeah. when he put when I put down my JP, he was the very first one to come. Hey, Tepeni, come to me, I'm the JP. <laughs> <laughs> to sign his papers, I think it was for marriage, so uh, shout out to Tubes. Yeah, shout and, out. And so when that I was his marriage. And yeah, and when I saw, sorry, bro. No, no, no. When no. I saw his son in the army, I'm not his son, his brother, so. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tubes. Please. It's his. <laughs> it's brother, his brother. His bro- your brother. In brother. the army, so, bro, it's like amazing yeah. to see Fijians excel no, in the man, army. It's good, it's but good. Okay, yeah, carry on, bro. Yeah, so I done that first one in Sydney, and I done one for my twin cousins back home. Shout out to the twins, Dudi and Nodo. I done one for them. But I done the wedding one for Toops. So that's the one that kind of put me like, hey, you know, Vinny's like, my missus, she's like, oh, what do you reckon? I asked her, what do you reckon? Should I just try and do other ones in that? So I did all the boys first as like a, you know, like a promo kind of thing, like to put my name out there. And everyone started loving it. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling like, you know. So I was just like, oh, that's it. I'm, I'm taking off. I'm going to do it. That's it. And that was the... That was the mo- you know, just said love in it, in the love. Yeah, the love was like the in love yeah, was the motivating factor. Pretty much. Boom, mushka. Yeah, and for people out there, it doesn't matter about the likes and that. Just put your whatever out there anyway. Whatever mm. you got to do, like it doesn't really matter what you have to, you know. It, yeah, in the end of the day, just do what you have to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Awesome, Mata. Also, as well, um, Mata. You know, Fiji. Of course, you've been to Fiji many times. Yeah. 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 What do you, you know, see, like right now we're here in Roselands in this wonderful unit. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a hotel. But, <laughs> but it's, it's a nice unit. But like going back to Fiji, you know, you see, you know, 
you see the conditions there. It's not like not like bad like third world country. Yeah. But still, it's like the comparisons. You living here in Australia. You see why many Fijians want to come, come to yeah, Australia. Yeah. But what, how how blessed do you think we are, especially Fijians living here, compared to those living back home in Fiji? Now, I'm not trying to say that Fijians are there. They're not that blessed. Of course, mm. they'll say they're blessed. Yeah, yeah. You know, course. when they say we've got the basics on, you know, yeah. it's awesome. But like in comparison, say to you know the the wage, the wage very, you know, the wage value, mm. the difference with wage, like the minimum wage, I believe in Fiji, those are concurrent. Correct me, is it right? Two dollars or so? Yeah, I think it's about that. Even security guards are probably getting something like yeah. that. And that's a probably and the like only jobs out there is probably like if you're uh, working in the hotels and that, or a taxi driver. Yep. Um, selling at the markets, or you know. But um, the the Fijians that live here, I know that they feel really blessed. It doesn't matter where they stay and stuff. At least they know. Australia, you know, mm. I'm gonna be here. Mm. I'm going to make it the most as I, you know, and, you know, it's good. I'm proud of them for coming down, like, you know, for at least having a go. That's the main thing, just having a go, um, coming to Australia like this, because some of them don't have families and friends and, you know, they have to seek out and then they don't, I know they feel embarrassed to, you know, ask for, hey, is there a right to, not just like in Viti, you can just go, hey, you got sugar there, mm. you got the sulu, but, yeah, I feel like, for them, it's, I feel like they're really blessed for, you know, being here in Australia. It's like, in a classic example, you know, Frank Lamani and Marika Korimbete, yeah, you know, it. like, they could share the same thing as well, you know, back yeah. on Fiji. Well, they're um, really blessed because they've got the yep. they've got the, um, the thing they've always wanted to do. They've always wanted to play rugby. And now, and and you know, it's amazing the coin that they're making. Mm. You know what they can contribute to their families or yeah, the community. Exactly. Like classic example is Semiran Randra. Mm. You know, like right now he was a he was a village boy. That's it. You know, he had to walk two to three days from his village or so. You know, he took the risk of leaving Fiji. His yeah. parents didn't know. Came to Western Sydney. Did he Paramount. come here? Um, through the Paramount or? Yeah, he came, like he just came. Yeah. You know, he risked, he took the risk. Yeah, yeah. He came and then got, you know, got controlled by Parramatta. Because before that he was playing for Fiji, played sevens and that. Yeah, yeah. And he took the risk, played for Para, mm-hmm. you know, became a cult, you know, cult hero over there. Oh, man. With the, you know, the amount of, in Parramatta. Yeah, the amount of tries he scored. Legend. Yep, the amount of tries he scored in the limited matches. And then now he's in Union. Now he's one of the highest paid players in Europe. Yeah, he's unstoppable in Union. Like yeah. he's probably the number one player in Union. Yes. That's why I probably they didn't want to play them last week against Italy. Freaking who was that have to play? Italy, Italy George, George, Italy, Italy, Italy Scotland, and France. Yeah, see, so, they know what's what, what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Unfortunately, yeah. due to this COVID or so, it's amazing now. Twenty nine players all of a sudden got the COVID. That's right. But, but twenty nine, man, fuck. But, oh, sorry, man. No, that's alright. <laughs> that's alright. My apologies to those listening. Sorry, but um, it oh, just bro, shows... I used to be a trader. I used to just swim every day. <laughs> that's know? okay. That's... <laughs> Back in brick lane, you'd be, be yeah. yelling for mud or bricks. Hey, mud bricks! And then the other guy would be like, "Hey, swearing, yeah. Yeah, the colourful words." <laughs> but no, it's awesome how you brought my mother. You know, like how blessed you are. And you know, just shout out to all our families, you know, overseas as well. Yeah, but uh, as well, Matt, we're gonna do another segment. We're gonna do the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Five faces, um, five faces that you want on your Mount Rushmore, uh, whether it be Fijian or non-Fijian, you know, athletes or so, who would be your five faces? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, man, I'll have to go first with the king. 
Who are you going to go with? Who's the king of? Who am I thinking of? Is this rugby related? How fast man. Is it Serevi? Uh, number one, baby. Why Sal is Serevi. Hall of Famer, multiple, multiple Hong Kong win- winner, you know, the maestro, the little master. But, but in saying that as well, just a special shout out to Jerry Tuai as well. Mm. Uh, becoming the seventh player of the decade. Wow, that's a- the men's seventh player of the decade. So shout out to Jerry Tuai. But not. But this time as well, shout out to Waisali Sarebi. Everyone wanted to be like Sarebi. I remember, I shared this, you know, everyone wanted to wear the tight, you know, yep. both sleeves the tight shorts, nip, get, the, nip. Get, the, get the Sarebi fringe, <laughs> try and get what, the Sarebi what fringe. Was that, what was that called anyway? I don't know. My bro, dad bro. still has it with the thing, the mullet. I swear <laughs> he's still stuck in the 80s, come on, man. The Sarebi fringe. They look like Sarebi, but uh, they can't uh, play uh, like Sarebi, you know. Sarebi <laughs> yeah. was just, he just made something out of nothing. Yeah. And but, especially at a time like that. But the argument as well, Mata, is like Jerry Tuai. Mm. You know, he just took it up a notch. Yeah. It's like he became Cerebri 2.0. But if you ask both of them, both of them are humble. Yeah. They'll say, oh, um, yeah, Tuai's the best. Yeah. So Cerebri's the best. It but either way, kind of equal, but, that, but this is your man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is your man, Rashford. Oh, all good, all good. All right. Number two. Um, whoo, Billy Satala. Billy Satala. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the stretcher? Bro, he's the, he's, the, he's the freaking killer, man. Oh, man, I wouldn't want to play against him. Nah. Yeah, one of the, probably one of the best centers. Yeah. You know, before when the Rebeni came in. Mm. You know, Felix Tala, yeah, but he was something else. All right, number three. Yeah, you pretty much said my third one. Ser Rambeni. Ah, Bro. Rambo. Rambo. I still remember his performance in 2007. Oh, in all of the matches, he was... He was up there. Yeah. He, Wales? Yes. And against um, South Africa? South Africa, we had South Africa, bro, get this. We should have freaking won that. Yes, we did. Man. That match, it was, I remember we had 14, I still watch the highlights. Yeah. We were down 14 men, but we scored two tries. One from Ndelaso, uh, one from Bombo. If Rawanga, but there's one where yes, yes, momentum yes, yes. was in our way, it was, yeah. on, it was on our way. If, um, if Rawanga, no, if uh, Rawanga scored the try in the corner, the momentum would have gone to us. Oh. But then Brian Habana made the tackle on Arawanga. So, but it's amazing. Even I still, Habana was kind of like, you know. But I still remember that match when, um, when, uh, when Bombo scored the try. Uh, John uh, Smith was going, calm down, boys, yeah. calm down. He was putting yeah. his arm. Because, he, he didn't because bear in mind, Australia and New Zealand were knocked out. That's right. And this is the last quarter final yes, match. Yes, yes. So I was like, bro, this is it. But it wasn't meant to be. All right. But Sarah and Benny... He was up there. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2015. I was surprised of his passing. I didn't know he was... I didn't know if he was sick or what, but um, it was just sad because he contributed so much to that campaign in 2007. But not in 2007, but to the Fijian jersey as well. So, shout out to his family and the Rambeni family. Mm -hmm. um, You know, especially especially from Nassau Nassau in um, Boa. But, um, yeah, Rambeni, Serenbe. All right, number three. All right, two more, bro. Um, so number four would be the other hooligan, Bunibaka. Marika Bunibaka. 1997-2005, two-time rugby world cup sevens champ, part of the 99 squad. One thing I'll never forget about 99 with Marika Bunibaka when he was involved with that brawl in Canada against Ooh, Canada. Oh, man. <laughs> but not even on top of that, also a winner of the Canterbury Crusaders. Yeah. You know, he played a, he played a part... Oh, big part. He played a part. 2000 yeah, to 2000, 2004, I reckon. So 2000, I remember he made his debut, I think, 2000. 
And he was part of that Crusaders team from, you know, playing alongside the likes of Daniel Carter, Justin Marshall, yeah. Ruben Thorne. You know, you know, those players, you know, it's amazing. Major. Maria, Major, you know, Marika Vunimbaka. Okay, so who's your last one, man? Man, I have to give it to Nicky Little because, you know, Nicky man. Little, I know he hasn't got much props for him, but... But he is the highest point scorer in the Pacific. Still is. Still, still is. is. Still, still is. Today. Still is. He was... His goal kicking was very critical in the match mm. against Wales. Oh, yes. But also on top of that, I think he made his debut against South Africa in 96 or so. Okay. He, he played against... He played in... Put it this way. He played 99, 03, 07, 2011. Four mm. World Cups. Four Fair. World Cups. So Didn't Brian Limmer do that as well? Brian Limmer played five. Margaret. He played five World Cups. But see, this was... See, now we've seen Island Nations getting more test matches. Yeah, true that. Getting more tests, but back then uh, it was like one or two a year. That's right. So they could have had more, but Nicky Little, he's up there. He was a good yeah. goal kicker. No, I'm going to put a give it to him because, you yeah. know, back then when Fiji didn't have any sight or any vision for like playmaking in the backs, Nicky Little was up he there. He was the, you know, go to player. And then I remember after Nicky Little, then, you know, there's still sort of a gap to fill, but then I think, Ben, you know. But then now Ben Volovola, Vetokani, they're starting to fill in those gaps. And it's shown, you know, especially with them with their exposure to European rugby, their confidence is indeed improving. That's right. But that's a a wonderful Mount Rushmore you got there. So shout out to our architect, Jeff, who has done the (laughs) moulding. All right, so that's awesome. Bro, Mata, I've enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, same you know? here, bro. So thank you for availing for yourself tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Oh, man, thank you for allowing me in your wonderful home. I feel yeah. like I'm in Sheridan. But, <laughs> but it's, to those that are listening, once again, um, I do hope that this podcast will be heard tonight. Uh, featuring, you know, a person that has gone, you know, has ventured into the um, um, designs, you know, the design area, artwork area, you know, making, making you know, framework, showing, you know, the Fijian artwork. But also as well hearing his story and what he wants to achieve and excelling. So in saying that to those that are listening, once again, I do hope that you have a safe week, a safe night. You know, once again, just we here with Mata, Poliasi, you know, with an everyday Fijian, living in an everyday world, sharing his everyday story. Amen. So in saying that, take care, have a safe week. Until we meet next time again, till then, Naka Nisamode. Modi.